Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, let's revisit a silly season discussion that I had a few weeks ago, and that was the possibility of Matthew Kachuk being traded to the New Jersey Devils. It is possible. We have the money, we have the prospects, and we have the picks. But, you know, obviously, could it happen? I don't know. But at the same time, you know, he does have that qualifying offer, and the Calgary Flames aren't exactly in an ideal financial situation. So I'm just saying. So I want to revisit it, but I don't want to revisit it alone. So I'm bringing Jessica from Locked On Flames to have an overall silly season hypothetical trade scenario what's it going to take to take Matthew Kachuk off her hands quite honestly I'm willing to throw in the Islanders first round pick we'll see what happens obviously I gave up a lot to get Morgan Riley so let's see how much I could get for uh, Matthew Kachuk or how little because this might have to be a salary dump but like I told you guys we have the picks we have the prospects and we have the players so time to buckle up and have this discussion everybody you're locked on devils your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Writers, Trey Matthews, and it's currently 6.36 p.m. Eastern Time, July 15th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, I just have to say this, I'm pretty sure I've said this many, many, many times, but obviously with the expansion draft fast approaching, with the entry-level draft fast approaching, and also free agency about to begin in about uh, less than uh, two weeks, you know, silly season to discussions, silly season scenarios, it is taking full swing. So if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I talked about Mackenzie Blackwood and I saw something on some fake news Instagram site saying that Mackenzie Blackwood could be dealt away by the New Jersey Devils for a veteran goaltender. I personally do not agree with that stance. I believe that's fake news. I believe that's BS. I don't think trading Mackenzie Blackwood is a smart idea unless you're getting a multi-time Vesna winner, unless you're getting a multi-time All-Star and they're in their mid-20s and they're signed to a long-term deal. But who in the NHL, you know, is has that kind of repertoire? You know, slim to none. So, you know, when we're looking at it from that perspective, it's just like Mackenzie Blackwood, I would much rather have a goaltender who is solid but who can still develop. Now, obviously, he needs some mentorship and he needs some help behind him. So, you know, the key is is to try to, you know, find that backup goaltender for Mackenzie Blackwood. So, in today's episode, we are going to revisit a Matthew Kachuk possible trade scenario to the New Jersey Devils. And I decided to do a crossover with Jessica of Locked On Calgary Flames. See what the situation is going on in Calgary. See why Matthew Kachuk wants out. You know, get more information as to what kind of player Kachuk is, both on and off the rink, and basically just hear her side of the story. And also, we're going to do something similar as to what I did with Michael of Locked on Leafs last week, which is we're going to do sort of like a role-play game in which uh, we're both the GMs for our both of our respective teams. So she's the GM for the Calgary Flames. I'm the GM for the New Jersey Devils. And basically, I'm going to throw out some trade scenarios and just say, look, here, here's the thing. Your financial situation is in trouble, so you might need to give up Matthew Kachuk for the down low, but we have prospects and we have picks to give you. But will she take a prospect? Will she take a pick? Or will she take someone who is currently signed on our roster? I don't know what the case might be, but this is why I call it silly season. And here's the thing, guys. Silly season is not meant to be taken all that seriously. So 
when some of you are messaging me saying, you know, you're giving up too much, this would never happen. Yeah, I'm aware. But at the same time, here's what Silly Season is about. It's about hearing the rumors that, you know, a player potentially wants out of a situation and that a player wants a new change of scenery. And obviously, I know uh, New Jersey isn't exactly the hot spot for landing free agents, but at the same time, you know, we have money, we have picks, we have prospects. So we have the full trifecta when it comes to trying to, you know, pull something off like this. And, you know, not to mention, is you know, we have, uh, you know, solid players on our roster, including like, you know, Zaka, Wood, Brock. We have a lot of young guys who could be included in deals. Mikey McLeod just signed a two-year extension. Nathan Bastion a few weeks ago. So obviously, you know, we have the full trifecta when it comes to just trying to uh, make things happen. And that's sort of what I like to do in terms of these silly season discussions and just say, you know, even though this trade wouldn't really happen, we realistically could do something like this if a hypothetical scenario was presented to us. But obviously, Tom Fitzgerald is a GM. I'm not the GM. I just throw out, you know, certain scenarios, certain, uh, you know, angles. And obviously, you know, when I was doing the Jack Eichel silly season discussion a few weeks ago, I said I was not really a fan of Jack Eichel potentially coming to the New Jersey Devils just because I feel like we'd be giving up too much. Obviously, I talked about Morgan Riley, but that, um, you know, trade scenario was just to see, like, um, what's it going to take to get Morgan Riley or the other few pieces a part of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So, uh, and if you hadn't checked me out on Devil's State of Mind with Neil, you know, we talked some silly season discussion in terms of potential free agents that the New Jersey Devils can look at, you know, uh, certain trade scenarios. I talked to, to him about, you know, my personal takes, whatever the case might be. So obviously, guys, I know it's the offseason. I know there's a lot of real news. I know there's a lot of fake news. But at the same time, this is sort of like franchise mode in NHL or this is like fantasy hockey uh, that you play during the course of the season with your buddies, whatever the case might be. So it's meant to be fun. and It's just meant to see like what could potentially happen if we were put into this situation. So obviously, you know, uh, unlike, you know, uh, franchise mode in NHL, you know, we can like, you know, actually have a full fledged discussion and see where we're coming from in terms of just, you know, like uh, from this kind kind of player and, you know, it's not a computer that we're interacting with. It's actually a real life person, which makes things more interesting. And obviously, you know, it gives us more leeway to do this, that, and or third. And then obviously, you know, for fantasy hockey, there's no draft picks involved. So, uh, you know, unless it's the beginning of the year, but you know, that that's pretty much it. So, you know, uh, you're not really thinking about the future. You're just thinking about how do you get into the playoffs and because, you know, fantasy hockey is pretty much a one and done kind of thing. But, you know, like I told you guys, silly season, it's meant to be fun. Could some of this stuff happen theoretically? Yes, but at the same time, they won't. Like, remember when I did Alexander Ovechkin or Connor McDavid potentially coming to the New Jersey Devils? You know, I, I made it clear to you guys, there's absolutely no way that both of those players could ever come to the New Jersey Devils. But it could potentially happen if this were to happen, if this scenario was to happen, if uh, this circumstance were to happen. But I told you guys, you know, I, I keep myself honest. It won't happen. But at the same time, let's just have fun with it, guys. You know, and that's all I have to say. So, you know, j- j- just keep that in mind. So before we get on with today's crossover with Jessica, let's get the first couple of live reads out the way. So the first live read comes from rockauto.com. So with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only 
brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rockauto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rockauto.com's prices are reliably low for every consumer. They have everything you can need. Uh, brake parts, tail lamps, mortar oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website and find the solution to your auto part needs. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And now the second live read comes from betonline.ag. Remember to gamble responsibly. So BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as MLB teams are prepping for the runs to the playoffs and the trade deadline is fast approaching. So head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember to check out our friends at Locked On Bets as they give you guys their latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs there as well. So use the promo code Locked On and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Okay, let's uh, talk to Jessica of Locked On Flames and let's get ready for this silly seasoned discussion involving Matthew Kachuk possibly coming to the New Jersey Devils. As you guys know, I did an episode about this a while back, so if you hadn't listened to that, give it a listen because uh, it's a great build-up for this one. So let's take it away, shall we? Okay, it is time for a Silly Season crossover episode with Locked On Flames featuring the host of Locked On Flames, Jessica Belmasto. So Jessica, how you doing? This is the first time we've done a crossover, am I correct? Yes, it is, and I'm very excited. I love doing crossovers, especially uh, outside of the North Division. <laughs> right. We, we didn't see each other, like, uh, play at all. Uh, and, you know, it's unfortunate that we couldn't go up to Calgary to play you guys. But, you know, uh, at the end of the day, we'll, we'll, we'll see you. We'll see you this upcoming season. Don't know when, but we'll see Oh, you. yes. And that should be a lot of fun. So- <laughs> Absolutely. So, so Jessica, um, there's a lot of stuff going on in the Calgary Flames organization right now. And uh, on my show, I do something called Silly Season in which, you know, if there's a player that's on the open market or if there's a player like, uh, you know, I think a player, you know, who I'm hinting towards and also someone like maybe <laughs> Jack Eichel, uh, you know, who are, you know, uh, let's just say not happy with their current uh, organization and they kind of want out. So it's just like I, I do something called Silly Season, which is. Could this yes. player theoretically come to the New no, Jersey Devils? I know Devils? exactly where you're heading. Okay, great, great. Could this person come to the New Jersey Devils? What's the, uh, the price range? Uh, what are the pros? What are the cons? And overall, you know, how would this person fit within our organization? So, you know, obviously I call that silly season because, you know, it's not meant to be taken too seriously, <laughs> but at the same time, it's fun to do so. Uh, last week, I had uh, Michael of Locked On Leafs, uh, you know, appear, and we did a crossover episode in terms of like, what would it take to get Morgan Riley? And the price was very hefty, but I'm hoping that you could be a little more lenient and, you know, I'll throw out my best offer for you. So what's going on with the Calgary flames? Like uh, just, <laughs> just do a recap of your season. Like what, what went right, what went wrong and overall, where are you at right now? Um, you know, their top point or their point leader rather was Johnny Gaudreau. Matthew Kachuk had fallen off. 
a little bit. Elias Lindholm was second in points. And, you know, it was just a very uh, stressful season because they did have yet another change in coaching. So another new system to learn. And they were uh, kind of out of shape. So it was a lot of conditioning. And unfortunately, they have season-ending surgery. But uh, there are some moves to be made before Saturday, <laughs> before the deadline. Oh, yeah. Big moves, in fact. So why is Matthew Kachuk specifically unhappy in Calgary? Why does he want out so bad? Well, initially, the rumors were that he was unhappy. And then someone within the organization um, reached out to the media or gave comment to somebody and said that it was utter BS that, um, you know, he is very happy in Calgary. Uh, Again, don't know how true any of this is, but. I would say that he's frustrated with the losing culture and the flames seem to be okay with losing. And I think that there are highly competitive players on that team who Matthew Kachuk being one of them who deserves to be in an atmosphere where there is, you know, a chance to actually make the playoffs. Okay. I can't promise that, but I can promise a bright future. That's what I can promise. I can't, promise Matthew playoffs right away but like I said I can promise like he'll be (laughs) surrounded by good players so uh for people who are not familiar with Matthew Kachuk's style of play I kind of described him as sort of like a Brendan Gallagher you know just a a threat to score in the low slot very fiery uh you know can get under you we kind of have a player like that that's that's Miles Wood but you know obviously it would be nice to have a player who's on the rise like Matthew Kachuk and overall can develop with the New Jersey Devils so in your words, what's Matthew Kachuk like? You know, I would say that you just took the words right out of my mouth. He is what I would refer to him as a young Brad Marchand. He is an instigator. He is somebody that will get under your skin. You know, I don't necessarily think he's going to lick you, but, um, you know, he'll let you know that he's on the ice and, Um, definitely, I don't want to call him an enforcer because I feel like there's a lot of negative connotation with that. Um, he's not just out there to retaliate on players who, you know, might've injured one of his teammates or things like that, but he will. And he is most definitely an offensive threat. I just, I think that he has potential to be one of the top five goal scorers in the league or top. Okay. Maybe not top five, but top 10 within the next five to seven years. All right. All right. I can respect that. And we don't like Marshawn, but you know, come <laughs> to think of it, I'm a Scott Stevens fan. So I don't really have any room to complain about a player who's like fiery or will get under you. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I, from an outside perspective, I, if I was not a devil's fan, I probably wouldn't like Scott Stevens, but you know, like I said, you know, uh, it's different when that player is on your team. You defend that player. You're just like, oh, no, they're just fiery. They're just trying to get under you. That's how the sport of hockey is played. But, you know, obviously, I don't really have room to, like, um, you know, say anything. Yeah. <laughs> so so if he's a fiery player, if he'll get under you, that's great. You know what? We we need some energy. And obviously, I think he would fit in right, right in with uh, Miles Wood. So, Basically, uh, what's your salary situation like? Because, you know, when we're looking at his contract, he does have a qualifying offer that could actually, and I'll explain in more detail in a second, courtesy of fan-sided pucks and pitchforks that covers the New Jersey Devils. I'll explain, like, you know, from my perspective in, in a minute, but 
What's your perspective like for Matthew Kachuk's contract and overall the financial situation for the Calgary Flames? Yeah, so his qualifying offer is like $9 million and the cap space right now is like 14525. Um, you know, they don't have to extend the qualifying offer until next year, I believe. So, um that that's a big chunk of money. That that is a lot of money. And I don't I don't know how they could possibly not extend the offer uh but all like or not qualify him um but then also like go on to re-sign players like Johnny Gaudreau and Andrew Mangiapane and I think a few other players have contracts up I'm just saying we do have our eye on Goodrow, but you know because I was talking with another Devils podcast saying you know we could go after Goodrow, but I'm going to f- focus on Matthew Kachuk so obviously oh, yeah. He signed a three-year, $21 million contract as a bridge deal in 2019. The deal has one year left on it. While the deal has a cap hit of $7 million, it actually pays him $9 million in salary. That means his qualifying offer is going to be $9 million for one year, like you said. Now, could Chuck could be a diva and just play on the ridiculous qualifying offer instead of signing long-term. He could do that for two more seasons before he becomes an unrestricted free agent. And it's definitely a huge risk, but it's a risk that pays him likely $18 million before he hits the open market. So with the Flames salary cap situation, like you mentioned, I don't think they're in much of a position to do that. That doesn't really sound ideal if you ask me. Yeah, no. And I, I think that I can look at things a little bit more rationally um, than maybe like, I don't want to say like Flames fans are irrational because they're not. They're like some of the nicest people I've ever met on the internet. But because I'm not, um, you know, I wasn't born and raised a Calgary Flames fan. They're more of like my second team that I look at uh, kind of from a subjective point of view. Uh, the Bruins being my number one team. Sorry, Devils fans. Yikes. But I, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, you have to look at it from a logistical point of view. You have to look at it like there's no, there's no wiggle room around this. And he could, you know, just say, I want my money. I've earned my money. I'm the only one on this team that is competitive. That has, you know, he's the heartbeat of that team. I know he's over um, bridge deal now. Sorry. I can't think, but he the flames need to lock him up or they need to move on. So they don't waste his time because it's the, I'm looking at this, like, I don't, I'm not an agent. I don't think like an agent, but like, I want him to get his money and he deserves it. So, you know, ship him out or do something because it's not fair to him. So let me ask you something. Would you be willing to trade him in a salary dump kind of deal? Like, like not just like trade him for essentially nothing, but maybe like right. a prospect and a draft pick. Like, you know, do, do you know what the Flames have <sighs> their eye on? Because, you know, we have the draft picks and we have the prospects to give you. But I just need to know, uh, like, how high are we talking about? I mean, honestly, I would say a roster player. And really? it would, pro- yeah, it would probably have to be a roster player and a pick or How they just the do pick? one for one. I don't know. I think that they have, um, they have a second round from the Sam Bennett trade. 
for next year. So I would, you know, probably the, because it was a down year, they would probably have to negotiate it to a second round pick. Negotiate second second round pick. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. that the asking price, I think that Brad Tree Living would go into it with, you know, like a car salesman mentality. Like, I'm going to get you to, to pay sticker price for this. Okay. But uh, okay. New Jersey would talk it down. Okay. Let me ask you something. What if I give you a better offer? And no, I'm not talking the fourth overall selection. Okay. I'm talking the Islanders first round pick. What if I gave you a first round pick and maybe a prospect? Would that be okay? Yeah. Okay. So I'll give you the Islanders draft pick that we got in the Zajac and Paul Mary trade, which is 29th. I'll give you that because uh, since he has a qualifying offer and I believe he has a no movement clause, I'm not entirely sure on that, but uh, if, if he's traded to New Jersey Devils and let's just say he accepts his qualifying offer, we'll have him for uh, a couple more seasons, paying him $9 million, $18 million total. So that way, you know, um, uh, we'll have him for a couple more years before he's an unrestricted free agent. I'm sure we can convince him to stay and we'll give you a prospect. I'll give you, let's say, uh, Tice Thompson, who just uh, is fresh out of Providence College and he played a few NHL games. He got his first career assist within like 90 seconds or so. Um, and apparently, according to Robert Inkin Jr. of North Jersey, uh, he has a lot of upside. Like Tyce Thompson's brother obviously plays for the Buffalo Sabres. So I'll give you that. I'll give you the Islanders pick and a prospect. Will that work? And that Islanders pick is a first round draft pick. I'm not sure if you guys have a first round draft pick or not. Yes, you do. You have the 13th overall pick. So I'll give you yeah. the first round pick. And then I will give you a prospect, but not a roster player. Would that work? I don't know. I, I, I would have to say no. You would have to say I no. I think that they're going to want a roster player. Okay. How good no, of a roster? I mean. How good of a roster yeah, player? Okay. I, let, let me just say first and foremost, players like Jack Hughes and Nico Heizer, Mackenzie Blackwood, and um, uh, Ty Smith are off the table. Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't going to go with any of those. I was going to say uh, Wedgwood, your backup goalie. You want Wedgwood? Because the Flames are in death. Yeah. Oh, take him. Take him. He's all yours. <laughs> take him. Solid goaltender, but not that solid. <laughs> you take him. Take him. Take him. So you want Scott Wedgwood? You know, they just need somebody. Yeah. I The Flames need a, a backup goaltender because Jacob Markstrom doesn't have one. And I think that as long as he can trust his, uh, you know, oh my goodness, his second goaltender backup. I, it'd be fine. I just, I don't see a world where they're going to get somebody like a forward from Jersey. It would have to be the goaltender. Okay. Okay. All right. So how about this? Okay. So you want Scott Wedgwood. Okay, fine. That, that's that's good. Okay, so Scott Wedgwood, uh, in my opinion, he was one of the surprises for New Jersey. He had to step up into the back backup goalie role after Corey Crawford suddenly retired. And then Mackenzie Blackwood was dealing with COVID and injury this season. So Scott Wedgwood had to start a few games. He led our team in shutouts with two. And, uh, you know, he didn't finish off the season strong, but he still put up solid production. And he got a shutout in his uh, second game with New Jersey this season. And Prior to that, the last time he played in an NHL game was 2018 for the Arizona Coyotes. So 
you want Scott Wedgwood and uh, is that it? Or do you still want like a draft pick? I'd want a draft pick. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. Okay. So Scott Wedgwood and the Islanders pick, and I won't throw in a prospect because I feel like yeah. that, I'm giving you what you need. So, Mm-mm. okay. That'd be overkill. That'd be overkill. Okay. So, yeah. okay. So and the first round pick from the Islanders and uh, Scott Wedgwood for Matthew Kachuk. And you, you as a GM for the flames would accept that. Yes. And I would delete my Twitter immediately. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. I had I mean, one as a GM. I mean, I'm giving you a first round. It pick. would have to be a salary dump. It would have right. to be a salary. It would have to be a salary dump. Absolutely. So Scott Wedgwood is signed to a two-way contract. So you have him for this year, but uh, I don't think you have to worry about him uh, potentially drawing interest from other teams because, like I said, his numbers aren't anything spectacular, but coming from a Devils standpoint, uh, I feel as though he's overlooked. And he was actually um, nominated for the Bill Masterson Trophy uh, for his uh, determination. Yes. Um, uh, unfortunately, he did not win it, but it was given to the right person. Limblum from the um, uh, Flyers won it uh, due to his uh, – triumphant return from bone cancer. So you're going to get yep. a hard worker in Scott and, Wedgwood. And I think that's, you know, what they need. They need somebody who's willing to put in the work and actually, you know, want to play hockey. Okay. Okay. I think, I think that can be definitely <laughs> negotiated. And um, I, I think a lot of devil's fans would be pretty okay with that, quite honestly, because you never want to give up a first round draft pick, but at the same time, I just feel like, if I'm Tom Fitzgerald, I just need to let the green light go because we have that fourth overall selection. I'm sure we can live with that. If we're trading, so essentially we're giving you your backup goaltender like you want, and you want that first round pick from the Islanders and in exchange for Matthew Kachuk. So uh, obviously a salary dump. Would this help? How would this help your team in the future? Well, I mean, I think that they're all set on the goaltending front um, after Wedgwood's uh, contract is up because they do have Dustin Wolf down in, um, well, he's probably going to get the call up to the AHL this year. And he's just absolutely been dominating in every aspect of um, his development. And I just, I think that they could turn that draft pick into something. uh, I mean, I, I, it helps with the salary dump in the salary cap. Okay. Let's be honest. Yeah. That's really what matters here. Yeah. Like I said, it can't be a significant <laughs> just, roster, roster piece because need... this has to be a salary dump, but at the same time, it doesn't yeah. have to be one of those salary dumps where you get nothing. We, we could give you something and we could be generous and give you a first round pick. And then you would have like what, two, two first round picks. Yes. All right. I so, believe so. So yeah, that, but do you know why I believe Tom Fitzgerald will be, um, you, Tom Fitzgerald is our GM, if you uh, didn't know. But uh, do you know why I know Tom Fitzgerald will probably be yes. aggressive with the Flames for Matthew Kachuk? Why? That's his second cousin. Matthew Kachuk is his second cousin. <laughs> so Okay, well, that's fair. So I, I, that I, if is, I'm know, Tom Fitzgerald, yes, I kind of want my family members to play under me, quite honestly. You know, why not? Is it nepotism? Yeah. Sure. But at the same time, what else am I supposed to do? I want... I want Matthew Kachuk on my team because, like I said, he can provide that fire. And like you said, uh, it's a it's a process with him. Like, I feel like he hasn't reached his full potential quite yet. He's always up there in terms of, like, um, 
uh, just physicality in the NHL. And I just feel as though if we had him on a roster, he's sort of like a better version of Miles Wood, quite honestly, because uh, Miles Wood is sort of the same yeah, way. Yeah. Miles Wood goes under the radar just because, um, you know, he's with the Devils. And obviously, you know, the numbers he puts up are nothing spectacular, but at the same time, they're good for our our uh, ends meet. So, you know, I, I, I think uh, having someone like Matthew Kachuk can really uh, jumpstart our uh, organization in the right direction in terms of getting back to the playoffs. So in, in terms of just from a personal standpoint, um, what is Matthew Kachuk like? Is he a diva? Is he hard to work with? How does he uh, treat his teammates? No. Do, do you have any, any idea on that? I know that's a little bit of a tough question, but I'm just curious. Um, so basically what I've heard and what I've kind of gathered, um, I had this preconceived notion of him before I started covering this team that he was very, um, stuck up, very, you know, I'm too good for you. Don't talk to me. I'm here to play, do a press conference and leave. That is not what he's like at all. He is very, um, very warm, very open, uh, buddy buddy with everyone you know he'll take you under his wing and uh, just a really overall great guy it sounds like I think that he is an excellent teammate and I think that his competitive edge really adds to that and um, you know he wants to be the best version of himself that he can all right cool so so you heard it here Scott Wedgwood the Islanders pick for Matthew Kachuk but, you know, not to throw shade at Jessica or anything. She she agrees with me. This has to be a salary dump just due to the financial situations uh, that the Calgary Flames have. And obviously we have the money for Matthew Kachuk. And obviously that qualifying offer, if he accepts it, then, you know, uh, th- that can put the Calgary Flames into a very bad predicament. But for us, it's perfectly fine. We can have him for a couple of years or whatever the case might be. So. Uh, anyway, Jessica, do you have any like final thoughts in terms of like, you know, this hypothetical trade scenario, anything you want to add? And also just like, you know, uh, if you want to throw anything Bruins our way, fine, but you know, uh, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, you know, I, I don't have really a lot to add, but I do just want to say thank you so much for having me on and, you know, At first, I was going to say, you know, there's no way that this deal gets done. But, you know, with a salary dump deal, you kind of have to suck it up and take what you get. And, uh, you know, good for the devils. Like I said, it's silly season. It's hypothetical, not meant to be taken seriously. But at the same time, just fun to have these kind of overall discussions in terms of what could potentially happen. It's nice to pick the brains of just the other hosts of Locked On just so they can provide more information about their team. So what can we expect from Calgary next season? Um, well, they just re-signed Brett Ritchie. So probably the same nonsense that you got this year. Um, I think that they will find their way into the playoffs by default because of, uh, you know, another team in the division being awful or they actually get lucky and win a few more games. But you know, if this is an early sign of how things are going to go, I wouldn't expect much. Well, I, I don't want to like brag or anything, but I think <laughs> we're on a good pace to, you know, yeah. get, back, get back to the playoffs, maybe not next year, but in a couple of years, maybe we'll see what happens. But anyway, thank you for doing silly season discussions with me, Jessica. So you heard it here. Can't reiterate this enough. 
She says she wants Scott Wedgwood to help with the backup goaltending situation. I'll throw in the Islanders pick. I'm not throwing in a prospect. And in return, we'll get Matthew Kachuk. Uh, the salary situation will get sorted out a little bit in Calgary and they'll she'll get a solid goaltender and also a first round draft pick. And, you know, that's always crucial. Yes, it is. Thank you so much. So once again, thank you to Jessica of Locked on Flames for joining me on Locked on Devils today to have this uh, silly season discussion. Obviously, you know, guys, silly season is not meant to be taken seriously, but, you know, at the same time, it's just meant to be fun. Like I said, it's sort of like fantasy hockey or it's like uh, franchise mode in the NHL video games. So, you know, there's that right there. But, you know, once again, thank you to Jessica for taking the time. It's always a pleasure. And like I said, you know, could this actually happen? I personally don't think so. I think the Flames will demand for more. But at the same time, you know, it's silly season. Like I said, just meant to be fun. So, uh, let me know what you guys think on Lockdown Devils because you guys have pretty much already let me know what you thought of this trade. So, you know, if this trade was to hypothetically be offered, I'd say, why not? Pull the trigger. Go ahead because, you know, yes, it's a first-round pick, but it's a late first-round pick. And, you know, Scott Wedgwood, um, you know, you, you know, you guys know where I stand on Scott Wedgwood in, in which, like, I think he did solid. But at the same time, he's nothing spectacular. At the end of the day, he's still an AHL goalie. He's still a third-string goalie. But I still believe he was worth a second chance uh, for the Devils to bring aboard. So, you know, uh, I I think he held his ground well when Corey Crawford retired and Mackenzie Blackwood had to go on the COVID and injured list. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think we know how Scott Wedgwood can maintain himself. But, uh, you know, he didn't finish off the season strong at all. So, uh, you know, there's that. How long and how much can you push him? So, you know, that's always a question. But he is a champion. He was a part of the uh, championship team for the Tampa Bay Lightning last season. So, you know, there's that. Can't take anything away from him. But, you know, at the end of the day, like I told you guys, we'll see what happens. And could Matthew Kachuk possibly join the New Jersey Devils? Very possible. Like I told you guys, we have the prospects, we have the picks, and we have the roster pieces in order to conduct that kind of trade. So let me know what you guys think on Lockdown Devils. That's about the time I have for you guys today. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Go Devils.